You doing okay over there? No, I just got <laughs> off of work, damn it. Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hi, uh, I've got my mic in the right place. It's plugged in and I'm ready to talk. Hey, it's plugged in always. I just was sitting over here. A little, a little awkward for you there. I'm yeah. sorry, sir. Hey, Wells. Hey, Wells. What's happened, bud? <laughs> Wells looks like he's about to fall asleep on Mike. Well, yeah. he, he's got like Roy Kent face on right now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I, I've, I've been back in town for an hour and one minute from a three-day weekend in Atlanta. Saw fish. For three days straight. Three nights in a row. So it was like two songs? Almost. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. So I guess uh, beer-wise, Jeff? Yeah. Um, went out brewery hopping with some folks a uh, weekend or so ago and went to the Moo and Brew. Okay. Uh, it's a... They got good burgers and they've got a decent tap list. Okay, so it's a restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's okay. it's it's a little a little pricey, but yeah. I mean, like it was. We had a good time, and that's really you know we just wanted to kind of get a baseline down, and um, then went a couple blocks up to Burial because uh, I wanted to maybe try and hit a couple spots in town that I haven't been to. Damn it! You went to Burial. I was gonna go to. I was gonna. I was gonna be one of our. Places to I, you go know, together, Jeffrey. Uh, but but okay, like so. Here's the thing: there are lots of other places that we can go together. <laughs> yes, I that know. I will probably enjoy more. I mean, it wasn't bad. I so just, yeah, I'm curious. What was your take on burial? It's 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 not my vibe. Okay, you know, and, and yeah. like I totally see the vibe. I understand who it's there for. It's not geared at me, and like I'm, I'm okay with that. Like it's okay. fine. I it it very much resonated with me because of how I resonate with burial beers. One out of every like eight of them, I enjoy. Yeah, I, I know I'll never see it again. Yep. And so sometimes it's kind of fun. And so like they had a double IPA with pineapple. I got real excited for that. Took a big whiff of it. Oh man, pineapple, pineapple. Took like two sips, and I'm like, I can't taste anything now. Like oh, it's all gone. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a bummer. But I had their their footer aged. Mexican lager. So we'll have that next show. All right. Because I was like, this is pretty fun. I'm gonna grab some and. Bring it on the show, and um, it, it poured like crazy. So we kind of hung out for an extra round longer than I think we wanted to. Uh, but the folks that we were with had never been to Divine Barrel, and I'm like, "Look, we were gonna go to Southern Strain next because I haven't been to their Charlotte Tap Room, but you haven't been to Divine Barrel, and, and that to me like is a personal affront. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, a personal attack. Yeah, yeah. And so I took that personal, and uh, so we ran over to, to Divine and uh, had a great time there, and. Uh, yeah, cool. nice. It was fun. Good times. Wells, besides fish, anything beer related? Yeah, tons actually. All Went right. to Charleston last weekend okay. and hit up a couple returning favorites. Um, Frothy beard. Did not make it over to that side of town. No. Um, no, we're staying in Northeast, like Mount Pleasant, neck of the woods. So, uh, hit up New Realm on the way in. Um, I could see where I saw fish last May. That was kind of cool. Like from the patio. Oh, okay. Uh, went over to Westbrook just because I was feeling like an Imperial Stout in the middle of July. Cool. Why not? Uh, went to another brewery in that area called Ghost Monkey. Sure. Uh, newer kind of space. Okay. Neat tap room, but man, like we showed up a little over an hour before they closed on a Sunday, and it was like just un comfortably quiet so mm. <laughs> i might have to revisit that one later um i like the beer that i had but you know vibes 
Um, it makes a difference, man. It does, 100%. Also, like, going back to Burial for one second, like, old man me looking at their menu trying to read the stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I get it. You've got a cutesy font. <laughs> Knock that shit off so I can read it. <laughs> Knock that shit off so I can read, damn it. Um, and then... This is the start of a trend. So I'm, I'm looking to break up the drive coming from Charleston, going through Columbia, and I see Iron Hill Brewing, which okay. is a brew pub chain based out of like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. New Jersey yeah. area. They've got a Columbia location now. Okay. Huh. So I stopped in, had a pretty decent lunch. Beers were fine. Um, so turns out they have one in Greenville, too. Had lunch today. To break up the drive from Atlanta. So it's like whenever I'm driving back from somewhere, they're just last two weekends in a row, there happens to be an Iron Hill on my way back home. Interesting. It's like know, a Bucky's. Right? <laughs> oh, no, nothing is like a Bucky's. It's like a Bucky's, but with like, you know, a few thousand fewer people. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, beer wise, fish wise, uh, there's so many like craft beer options like in the lot. So I was drinking. Heady Topper and Focal Banger, pretty much exclusively. You know, um, no big deal. Just I mean, why would you not? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, until we find the guy that was slinging Treehouse, and then I shifted over to Treehouse last night. So that was pretty cool. Question. Yes. How? Because <clears throat> you were you were taunting the two of us yes. with your text of how fresh Heady Topper was. How is that holding up? Great. There was a period of time where I think uh, the the story was that they were nervous because the yeast wasn't producing like it used to, and it wasn't as good as it used to be. And then everybody started doing hazy IPAs. That's this one. That one's first. Okay. Not that it matters. Um, so it, it still holds up pretty well, though? I think it's great. Awesome. That's which is, I, so, I love to hear it. Which is funny because, you know, you, you mentioned that, Jeff. Last time I had Hattie Topper would have probably been the last Whales for Wishes that I'd been to. So it's been a minute since I've had Hetty or Focal Banger or any of that stuff. Yeah, I think they the Hetty and Focal were both within the last three weeks. Yeah, so yeah, I was just saying, I know they were pretty fresh. That was that was ridiculous. People just you know, drove okay. down from Vermont. And- so I know we've talked about this, but uh-huh. for, for people that may be new to the show, because of where Fish is from, that's why... Vermont. Vermont, that's mm-hmm. why you get a lot of those beers. But is it like you just go up to these people and like trade beer with them? Is oh, it man. so they have black like, market? Like, so they have like an open air market called Shakedown Street. Okay, Essentially, it'll set up in a lot. You've got like vendors left and right slinging falafel to t shirts, stickers, okay, grilled cheese sandwiches, balloons, Drugs. whatever that yeah, anyway. <laughs> and um, it didn't say no. And you've got, um, dude, it's fish. You know they're completely clean, uh, oh, straight yeah. edge yeah. all the yeah. way. So you know, there's just guys with gigantic white coolers that are just ice cold heady headies, and I'm just like, yo, cool. And they aren't cheap. They're not cheap. I mean, it's oh, like sure. it's ten dollars sure. a can, and I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Like it's ice cold. It's fresh. I'm maybe, maybe that's what high. I need to do, Jeff, is I just need to go to a fish show parking lot so I can get some heady topper. <laughs> forget, okay. the, forget the concert. We're not even there for that. Right. We're just here no, for the, I, I just want the heady topper. I, I'm just here for a couple uh, a heady topper, a focal banger, and that falafel sounds really quite nice. Yeah, and I'll mean, be out. I was severely contemplating going to Wilmington tomorrow and Wednesday, so uh, hop on in. 
It's going to get weird. going to get weird. Uh, anything else sticking out from? A freaking course, man. Okay. What else? So I was there for a whole weekend. It's, okay. I'm, I'm on the hunt for beer-flavored beer. All right. So there's one place that I absolutely had to go to in Atlanta, and that was Halfway Crooks. But before, yeah, yeah. We, before we got there, I went to the Good Word Public House. All right. And it's nothing but beer-flavored beer. I'm like, oh, I'm in heaven. Right. Absolutely nice. in heaven. Um, I hate driving in Atlanta traffic, mm-hmm. but I absolutely would um, for Good Word. Um, I didn't know that much about them. I'd heard a fair amount, but good God. Like, big fan of the tap room. Um, gr- huge fan of the beers. We stayed there for a minute. Nice. Um, there was a Cherry Street Brew Pub right around the corner from our hotel that was kind of like home base. You know, it's a good place to start the mm-hmm. night or meet up before we got a lift or whatever. Um, okay, so we did Good Word. Then went to Halfway Crooks. Halfway Crooks was... It, it is. Just... There's... Half the menu is loggers, and the other half is not loggers. And I think the haziest thing I have is Keller Pills. <laughs> awesome. So it's like that. That's awesome. They are firmly cemented as like what I consider the holy trinity of Atlanta craft breweries now. Yeah. I mean, it's Monday Now that Orpheus night. is gone. Now that Orpheus is gone. See, I was looking for my third one, and that was Monday night, Orpheus, which is you know now closed, and halfway crooks so honestly i'm looking for another a third. like yeah. a new third That's so fair. halfway crooks is just it's that good and, nice. and i feel like especially for that market like you know they don't call it hot lana because it's you know temperately mild like it gets stupid hot there and i gotta uh-huh. imagine like this especially this time of year i bet that place is like an oasis oh yeah absolutely love it went to another place called um, try not to mispronounce this. Atlantucky. Okay. Uh, so okay. it's a. Don't like uh, that. Well, it's what the guys from the rap group Nappy Roots kind of settled this in. They've got ties to both Atlanta and Kentucky. So Atlantucky is the name. Um, they had a, a wonderful goza called Hop Salt. Huge fan of that one. Mm. Then it was back to Cherry Street. And. Uh, Today, Iron Hill in Greenville. So, man, we <laughs> nice. are, we're like putting down breweries. Liz and I alone are almost at 200. Wow. We're, we're like so frighteningly close to 200 breweries just visited together that, and that's like a milestone for me. I yeah. Think. yeah. Like two that's awesome. So, we've hit up everything pretty much <coughs> that, that I consider like exceptional or really good within probably three hours of Charlotte. So, that's awesome. Where in the world am I going to go for like a milestone, right? Yeah. So, because I don't want it to just be like Jim Bob's Garage Home Brewery, right? Nope. Right. I don't want that. Yeah. Right. I get that. You need something. You need something. Would it? So your milestone would have to be a new one as well, which makes it tough because if there's yep. exceptional nearby, you've probably been there. Exactly. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. So yeah. that's. My next project, I guess. We have a, a month and a half until, I mean, it'll probably be in Nashville or something. So we'll, we'll figure it all out. We got time. Yeah. Cool. But if I can not visit any new breweries in the next month and a half. Right. <laughs> you, um, you need a detox is what I'm hearing. You oh. need, sounds like you need to do like either abstention or liquors 
or just or at least the rest of the week, or just like stay in my lane and not like go anywhere new at all. Sure, yeah. Oh, also, yeah, there, yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember just being. I knew that I was approaching ten thousand different check ins on Untapped. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I forgot about it until like I'm just chilling and drinking like a new flavor of the week beer from I think it was even Divine Barrel. And it was like, you've reached 10,000 check ins. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, if I knew it was going to be this, like, if, I, if it was that milestone, I'd go get a milestone beer. Right. Okay. Okay. No offense but, to whatever it was I was drinking, but sure. But, but like, okay, what was your 5,000th beer? Oh, I don't even remember. And that's exactly. kind of my point. But, I like, like, I reckon was, I, I understand what you're saying. It was something that I looked forward to. I, I totally, was, I totally get it. hundred percent. My 5,000th beer was planned. My thousandth beer was planned. My 10 just kind of happened. Which again, I feel like kind of goes back to the, like you get to a point of like, that was a thing for a while. And now it's just kind of like, you know, act like you've been there. I'm always there. <laughs> Hey Josh. Hey. Have you done anything fun? A little bit of a oh. fun thing. Oh, 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 oh what? What? It wait, was... wait, where's the where's can you uh <laughs> pump in the record scratch? Right. It was Wally Wells' birthday shenanigans, so we went to Salud, which is his hangout, and they had a bunch of other half stuff on tap, which was really kind of fun. Which half? I don't know. The other one. The other one. Uh so had a few of their IPAs that were just really damn good, and it's kind of cool and fun sometimes to go to that bar because they get some crazy ass beers on tap that you just don't see anywhere else at least here in charlotte that's the weird thing to me about other half hazies it's like they're not as special to me anymore no but they're solid well-made hazies they're so good that it's like oh cool it's i'm gonna be paying eight dollars for can of this fine but just that's fine but okay but like is it so is, is it that you're no longer enamored with them as a hype brewery? They Could still make it. good they still make good beer and I'm, I'm I'm down with that. But I can't help but wonder is it the kind of thing where they just like th- there was a time and a place where people were paying their kidneys and their second born to get that stuff. Right. And then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, well I've had it though, and it's not like it doesn't it's not as meaningful. And, and maybe that was it, but again, I was not upset. Like I walked out of there with quite a hefty bar tab, so I was not upset. Yeah, but I mean, when you're like four beers in, and that's thirty bucks, like I get yeah. it. I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing's worth that amount of effort, right? And the, to me, and I've never been a big trader, but um, so I'll pay the the convenience. Sure. Of, yes. You know, could I have gotten it cheaper by jumping through hoops? Sure. Or I can just like kind of have it brought within walking distance of me, and the only thing I have to do is pay for it. Right. And, and, okay. and to, to go back to that, like Jeff and I used to be pretty bad about chasing trucks and chasing oh, stuff. Yeah. And we all were for their hobby. Oh, yeah, yeah. wasn't just you and I, but we would regularly, when we worked in the same building, on lunch, go beer hunting just yep. to see what we could find. And sometimes we would, you know, the the alert would go out on Twitter that this beer just dropped at this beer shop. And it's like, oh, we better go. Yep. Let's go. Because for some reason we had to have that hop slam. Yep. But again, like. Or that the was Westie diff- or. But that was a different time, right? Like that was that was back when I don't feel like the the 
the beer selection was as diverse and also oh, no, as, it wasn't. and also as homogenous, right? Yes. Like <clears throat> I, I was in the big box store a couple weeks back and I was just I was so whelmed. I'm like, okay, everybody's got their you know, their hazy or their tropical hazy. Yep. It all looks the same. Yep. There's thirty five hundred new skews out there that I've never seen before, and I'm not taking a chance on this brewery. Yep. I did take a chance. We'll talk about it next show, but I, you know, I did take a, a an absolute blind chance on a new beer from a brewery I trust, and, and I think that's important. So yeah, more on that, it more is. on that next show. So getting into the news, uh, last set of episodes we discussed Anchor. Hey, was- wait, stop talking about Anchor. They're not any good or whatever. Oh my god! Oh, I, I rolled so hard at that. Anyways, Anchor, your, your, your opinion is is welcome. It is, but it was wrong. Yeah. Dead wrong. Hey, look, everybody's welcome to a bad take. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're no, closing, we are the first. We're closing in on 500 episodes. Believe it or not, we've had a couple bad takes. Like, yeah. And I say, I mean, like two. Yeah. Two total. Yeah, just two total. Um, but we talked about Anchor kind of retracting, going California only. And actually, I kind of want to do the first story, then this one. Do it. I, like, you're, you've got the mouse. Yeah. You've got the, the computer. Like, I, I you, have you the can, control. I have the power. You're the host. We're just co hosts. So basically, with the announcement that Anchor was kind of pulling out of everywhere, staying focused on California, uh, apparently their tap room just got absolutely mobbed and people were waiting out the door. And then a big rumor started happening that there was a potential suitor out there for them. Oh, like somebody that was going to buy them from support? Right. And it was rumored to be another like North Carolina, North Carolina, (laughs) Northern California based brewery. And was a little California love. Huh. Yeah, it was. And then the announcement came that yep. they were going to close the doors instead. Yeah, I read that article and I almost shared it with y'all. And then I realized it was like 1130 at night. And like, I'll just, I'll send it to him in the morning. And that was yeah. anchors about to get bought. I'm yep. like, okay, cool. I'll let the guys know when I wake yeah. up. Yeah. And when I woke up, it was, oh no, no, no. Anchor is closing after 127 years, years of business. And that's which, the crazy part. Which 127 is years. But but that isn't to say that they can't or won't still sell off that property. Which is true, yes. But the actual facility is shutting down after 127 years. Um, you know, period, end of story. I don't care if it's a bud facility, if it's a craft facility. People are losing their livelihoods, and that sucks. I don't like that for anybody. Sure, sure. Now... I, you know, I, I think we all kind of beat the horse into glue last episode, where, you know, when we were talking about Anchor, when they were withdrawing. And, like, honestly, like, <clears throat> I, Anchor as its own entity is, is a tough sell in today's market. Anchor as either a guest tap or, you know, under somebody else's umbrella. Like, I'm thinking about how Foothills had the Carolina Brewery stuff. Right. You know, like that might make a little more sense. Yep. Take the recipes, some of the equipment, whatever you got to do, make the beer, you know. Like, I would love to see it stick around. I would, I mean, like, honestly, if I saw it fresh on the shelves, I would buy it. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but, you know, right. it's been a hot minute since I've had it, but it's also been a hot minute since I've been able to trust that it was fresh. Yeah. So, you know. That's true. And so this weekend, I'm talking to some drunk guy at a bar on Saturday night, which was very uncomfortable. And... He's like, oh, did you hear about Anchor? Have you heard of the Anchor Steam? Anchor Steam. 
Yep. Have you heard of Anchor's team? They're they're closing. And this guy was like just socially inept. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like it for the this might be for the last time that I've heard that brewery. Right. Anchor. Anchor Brewing. Right? Called Anchor Steam. I understand they make a beer called Steam. Steam. But that might be the last time that I ever hear some potentially, uh, which is weird. Yeah, it's it, to me that's the end of an era because yeah. half the people that I talk to are like, "Oh man, Anchor Steam, Anchor." Have you had the Anchor Steam Christmas? I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna not talk to you right now. But <laughs> we're I, just not talking. Okay. But I did straight up see two people wearing Anchor shirts. Over the course of this weekend, that's awesome. What I love it. is going on? like at a fish show. Why are you wearing an anchor brewing shirt? I, I, did you have that? Because one of them looked new. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Maybe they got it on a sweet discount. You never know. Probably. Uh, but you yeah, know, again, I'm, I'm, and I'm literally looking at an article right now from four hours ago from the San Francisco Chronicle, where they've got people who are like act. There's like three individuals in San Francisco that are actively trying to make this work. Keep it alive. I mean, it would be cool if somebody could, just because, again, you know, this was one of the OGs. This was one of the pioneers in the craft movement scene, and it sucks to see it go, but... I I think rather than trying to do, like, a new snazzy rebrand, it's like they they forgot what it was that they did. Or, Or they only, like, got so myopic about, like, oh, this is what we do, and we don't need, like... Like, I understand they don't need to be trend-chasing. If I saw right. an Anchor Hazy IPA, I would have cried. Yep. Um, but they talk about what makes your traditional-style steam beer special, right? Why is it that Sierra Nevada can talk about their pale ale, and I'm interested, but they can't talk about a steam beer? Well, so if you guys remember, um, this was the last QCBF before COVID, and I want to say it was Triple C that had a steam beer. Oh, yeah. Well, that was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Technically, you want to call it a common, right? Right, but, a California right, common. Because, so. yes, technically. Yeah. Uh, so, in case anybody does not know what the California common or a steam beer was, and Wells, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it an ale that was lagered? Or is it lo- a lager that was ailed? Oh, God. I knew there would be a, a pop quiz segment here, and I can't pop, remember. Pop. I can't re- oh, I can't remember which direction it goes in, man. Um, but it but it is an, an ale like Wells on a Friday night. <laughs> oh no, I knew exactly what direction I was going on on Friday night. Um, but it is like a hybrid yes. ale lager. I, I just off. I would have to look it up. No problem. No problem. Uh, Thanks for putting me on the spot. You're very welcome. But you know. I, it was funny because I remember that beer, and I remember that beer from, what, three years ago, and when was, was the last time I thought about Steam? It was, well, and, and again, the difference was you knew you were getting a fresh beer. Yes. That style of beer, I feel like I have to have the fresh component of it, otherwise, like, I, I don't want the one that's been sitting warm on the shelf or who knows how long collecting right. dust at the dirt market. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. But that beer was special because that, especially at that time... People were really doing a lot of hazies, and there was a lot of fruited everything. And then there was this one beer that really stood out just in its own simplicity. It was so excellent. Yes. Yes, it was. <clears throat> More steampunk, please, Triple C. Thanks. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, sad news. 
<clears throat> we'll see what happens with the continuing saga of Anchor if anybody buys them or tries to save them or gets the recipes or who knows what's going to happen. Or the oh, trademark. Yeah. It's right there. You know, like what, what's going to happen to that trademark that they have? They've, they've got a, a <coughs> lock on calling beers steam beers. Who, who keeps that? So, yeah. yeah, I would love to uh, worry about whether or not some other brewery is going to start calling their beer steam beers, but I, like that's not going to sell. Yeah, it doesn't have the word hazy or dank or IPA or yeah. triple IPA or you know whatever. It's yeah, that's true. Uh, so, who is Truve or Triv or Turvy? Turvy? T R V E. Turvy. So, this is an older article, February of this year. And for some reason, I just spaced on it. I don't recall us talking about it. I briefly went through the show notes, couldn't see anything. They're a Colorado-based brewery that is like a heavy metal aesthetic. Ooh! Like their, their beer names are just... I mean, it makes me want to punch through a wall. Um, it's... They're buddies with Burial. Okay. So this is like... Usually when I'm like... Eh, great like new brewery moves into Asheville especially like a crowded market like Asheville um, I, I don't get that excited in fact I start to eye roll especially a brewery coming from Colorado coming yeah. from Denver, D- Denver setting based, up shop yeah. in Asheville uh, I get the sense that these guys are going to absolutely kill it I'm really excited to see true show up I've only had maybe a handful of things but they they lean in like anything you, that's got the metal aesthetic I'm automatically signed up for big, so big time yeah so that might be like you know cause for celebration cause for a trip up to Asheville once they get open and I think they've still got a, a good chunk of time um, until I mean th- again this article is February I haven't seen anything since but I just wanted to kind of pop it up like, hi, hi, True's coming to Asheville and it's metal as hell and I can't wait. I hate that, by the way. What? Ash Vegas, really? Uh, look, I, it's not my website. It's a sub stack. You can subscribe to it via... No, no. It's the one thing we never really got into and I'm glad for it. What's that, sub stacking? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Wells, what's New Realm do- doing? Uh, you mean expanding? <clears throat> Again, it's, constantly. Uh, New, New Realm is the Mitch Steele from Stone Brewing. Yes, that's okay. exactly right. Yep. Uh, New Realm started in Atlanta. We talked about them coming to Charlotte. That ended up getting shit-canned when they bought um, the old Green Flash production facility in Virginia. Um, they've since opened a location in Mount Pleasant, which I went to. They opened a location in Savannah which they've recently closed. We talked about that on the show. Uh, now they're getting ready to, jeez, uh, open up another location, this time in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the second New Realm location in that neck of the woods, they've got that Virginia Beach. It's, a, it's, in, it's in Suffolk. I wonder if they're making punch. Stop it. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Atlanta, Charleston, coming soon to Greenville. Where's Auburn? Alabama? Yeah. Where in Alabama? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. In uh, Alabama. I know it's near Inside Birmingham. Inside the border. <laughs> I know it's near Birmingham, if that helps. Okay. Maybe uh, the north, northern portion of... I, think, I believe so. Welcome to Geography Bay. Cast, yes. where we know nothing about <laughs> Alabama, because... Nope. Why would I want to go... Well, I do want to go, because spaceships, and they have all kinds of cool space stuff there. True. Not True. Florida cool, but still cool. Correct. Um, it... it 
it's crazy to see kind of like which breweries are expanding kind of the way they are. Yeah, and, and, and this one is very fascinating to me because, you know, Mitch leaves Stone and is like, fuck you guys, I want to do my own thing. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the Charlotte one was the absolute, we all knew what they were doing, but they didn't want to say what they were doing. Flipping uh, land? Flipping land, basically, for, well, for capital expense. Which, you know, when you look at it, it makes sense because at that point when they bought that land in Charlotte, we were buzzing. This town was not buzzing for them, but just all this property was getting bought up and flipped and everything. And so they made a, I'm sure they made a pretty penny off of that. And it's a cheap, easy way to expand. So good on them. Yeah. Buying um, Green Flash can't, yeah. or the, the old facility, facility yeah. can't have been cheap. So no way. But at the same time, it's not like they were using it. True. And and we've seen like new we've had other new realm based or new realm produced beers on this show, namely El Segundo's um Broken Skull the Broken, Broken Skull. Skull stuff. Which one's New Serum? New Serum is in Salisbury. North Carolina. Okay. They small. Alright. But, but yeah, the, the the broken it's weird that broken skull it's contract brewed by like four different breweries across yeah. the country yeah. depends on like where what area you live in yeah yeah to which i mean at least i will say this they label it on the cans yes so i okay. like i like but <clears throat> i mean how many for how many years did we complain about I don't think this beer was actually made at that facility. Oh, the ob- some- obfuscation that these yeah, places yeah, were very, doing. Very mu- yeah, yeah, very much being, you know, Heidi, Heidi. But I, look, it is what it is. All right, the uh, U.S. Open Beer Championship happened because we need I, more. You ever, like, read a headline and you leave out a word, like your eyes leave out a uh-huh. word? I saw this, the U.S. Open Beer Championship, and I read the, the next line as one of the three beer competitions of the U.S. One of the three. One of the competitions. It is definitely one of them. It's like Alabama. It's, yeah. it's a state. So this does kind of fill out. We, we talk about Great American Beer Festival on the show a lot. We talk about World Beer Cup yep. on the show. And, and honestly, this is like the third best. I love how they say one of the top three, and I'm just sitting here like... You're the third best. You could just say you're the third best. We're the third best. Yes. Uh, The brewery that won is like top brewery, topping Goliath. One is like the top overall brewery. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it's not like they make bad beer. It's just hard to get it fresh, it seems. But also, like, you look at this top ten, and like, okay, um, I've heard of Pontoon, I've heard of Sun King... I've heard of Boulevard, obviously. Yeah. Urban Artifacts. Um, okay, sure. I mean, I, you've got 11. No, that's that's 10. You've got four breweries tied for number five. Okay. Like, okay. Eh, fair, but whatever. It's still cool. Um, there is a couple of North Carolina breweries that have won some awards. Would you like to go through those? Uh, do we want to go through every single one of them? Or is no, like not really. A couple of the highlights. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking just right there. Hops of Days Ago, uh, taking away a bronze for American Pale Ale. Noda Brewing Company. Uh, I, I guess Jeff has some opinions on that. Particular <laughs> Not my, it's, it's, it doesn't That's work fine. for me. That, you know. uh, off the top of my head, I mean, this was like two weeks ago. And, and to be frank, I don't really recall. Uh, 
Hey, it'll be uh, linked on our uh, website, yeah. uh, crapbeercast.com. That's right. Uh, also, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll get the feed there, too. Uh, we'll have the link in, in that post, patreon.com slash crapbeercast. Thank you for your support. That's right. Um, would you like to know one of the other winners from Charlotte? Pilot? Sugar okay. Creek? Uh, yeah, Sugar Creek won. Yeah, and that's all I can remember yeah. now. Um, there was a few other North Carolina breweries, just mainly places that you know are from outside of the Charlotte market. But I always, when I look at these, number one, I see like who are the big dogs? Like Toppling Goliath. Okay, that makes sense. Sun King's on the list. Okay, that makes sense. Like <sighs> sure, some of these breweries I know, and then I start to look to see did any North Carolina breweries win any awards? And Charlotte based, we did have Noda, we had Sugar Creek, and we had Pilot all win something. Good job. Yeah. I mean, again, the hard part is like, you know, you, you look at this and you assume like, oh, wow, they must have really are, are they the best in Charlotte? Like, well, not necessarily. They're the ones that submitted their stuff. Yeah. And respectfully, like, you yeah. know, and they may not have submitted all of their beers. They may have just submitted that one and one for it. Like, so like it's weird talking about winning this without all of the context. But, yeah, you know, just things to keep in mind. Yes, absolutely. Wells, what's happening to beer festivals? Uh, well, I'm I'm really thankful that they didn't take the millennial, zennial, whatever, are killing this one thing. Uh, beer festivals are dying, y'all. Huh? You mean there there was a national pandemic that lasted two years that might have killed a lot of these things? Who would have thunk it? And still have people, honestly, a lot of nervous. Uh, oh, yeah. Still has a lot of people somewhat nervous about going into a place with a ton of people there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I, I won't lie. Being at QCBF this year, I was just like, this is a lot of people. I'm not used to being around all at once. But then alcohol kicks in and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Hey, I haven't seen you. Let's hug. Especially if you're indoors, too. You uh-huh. know, 100%. Because uh, I'm like, I was around you know, 15,000 people every night this weekend, but outside. And that that's just like, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. Um, I, I do think this article kind of contradicts itself a few times because they're like, yeah, beer festivals are still like, they seem to be on their way out. I mean, except like all these festivals that we list, they're doing really well. And even though like GABF has pulled back what they offer, it, it got too big yes. to be honest. So yes. now it's a little bit more manageable and God, I saw this awful, just buried in this article it's how they sorted all the breweries alphabetically this year rather than by region and then alphabetically like because if i'm trying to plan a trip to like colorado and i want to see kind of what colorado's doing these days right i don't want to go literally all over your beer festival trying to track down like a genre and, and so you're talking GABF did that? Specifically, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, there it goes. Moving back to a geographical layout instead of alphabetical. Yikes. Yeah, because, I mean, you're right. If if I were to go, and it's one of those bucket list festivals for me, so one year I'm going to pull the trigger and actually go, um, I would want to go to, like, Vermont and Colorado yeah. and Oregon yeah. and, like, all these places that I know have good craft beer scenes, but I just... I'm, you can't get there any other way. Right. Or, like, yeah. Or it let me plan trips. Yeah. You know? Sure. Oh, yeah. 
I had a bunch of things from this one region that was really great. I want to go there. Yeah, and exactly. spend more time there. Like I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah, like Oregon killed it, so I want to go to Oregon, or Vermont killed it, so I want to go to Vermont. <clears throat> but I also feel like, and in, in maybe I'm just blind to it because I don't, I'm not as active on social media and advertising like we were back in the day. But I don't feel like there's as many like I'll call them money grab beer festivals in town, especially. In there's, town, especially, there still yes. are a few, right? Uh, but it's the same ones that have always been a money grab beer festival, right? But there, it, it felt like there was a point where there was one like every week yep. or every other week, and it was like, oh, so and so, and and we would hear about it from our industry friends who were like, yeah, they wanted us to donate beer, and we told them to go pound sand. Yeah, it's yeah. a for-profit beer festival seeking donations. Like, how about no? Yeah. Like if you're donating proceeds to this to a nonprofit organization, sure. If this is just lining your own pocket, yeah. No. Oh, and also we want you to give us your rarest beer so we have something interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like I like that was there was that was a whole thing for a while. I'm glad that's over. Yeah. And it does you're right, it does seem like a lot of those at least newer money grab festivals have disappeared. Like the old old ones are still hanging around, but the the newer ones seems to have just But I would also argue like if you've been here long enough, you're not just a money grab. I mean, I guess you are, but I mean, like it's less of a carpet pull. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because, God, wasn't there... I could have sworn... There was it... a couple we were invited to yes. to come and judge some other like side thing that was going on. And yes. it's like, no, no, I see what you're about. I will pass. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that stuff all just kind of went away completely. So so we're, we're getting to the point where... It, there isn't a beer festival every single weekend. And it's not to say that, I mean, Oh no de- decline <laughs> of the beer festival. Sure. But I don't think they're an endangered species. No. I think this is just the market correcting itself and saying yeah. we can't do 20 beer festivals in one city in a summer. And we don't we, need to, and we shouldn't. And those that are good are going to stick around. And those yep. that are bad are going to have to get out of the way. Yep. Right. And that's, that's how it should be. Yep. If you are not good at this, you should not come back. Anyway. You mean kind of like a festival from an app that you two use that fucked up real bad the first time and apparently nobody went to it the second time? Yep. And will probably never happen again? We'll see. You say that. Give it enough time and everybody forgets about it. And then... I haven't in. forgotten. So maybe this is where you kind of stop scrolling on there, but I do think this is an interesting point, and again, about Great American Beer Festival, um, that they the organizers are allowing breweries that make other beverages, such as cider, mead, seltzer, non-alcoholic beer. Those are now allowed. You, you can bring, like, one alternative to beer to GABF, okay. which I think is pretty neat. Like, Are they judging those? No, but it's more like a this this is what this is what else we make. Here's here's a, a good full scope of, of what we do. I, I love that from the standpoint of you're going to GABF to experience other breweries that you don't normally have access to and you want to see what they're about. What I don't need is four hundred and eighty seven categories of awards. No. Well, and not only that, but so I remember a beer festival that Wells and I went to where there were some breweries that did not bring beer. 
it was seltzers only. Oh, fruited seltzers? Yeah. Yeah. Go, go fruit yourself. So I'm cool with like one, but let's not expand it beyond that because then you lose the luster of GABF well, in my but, eyes. Okay, but, but like, again... If the point of the festival is you want to show what you make and you don't make good beer and your seltzer is Midland and that's the best thing that you can bring, like, okay, great. As long as you're not getting, you know, a medal for participation because you came and you bought a table and you brought a bunch of stuff that wasn't getting judged. Yeah, fair enough. All right. uh, We ready for break? Sure. We'll be back in 30. It's time for Buy No Buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking some beer on the show. Uh, sometimes we buy the beer. Sometimes listeners donate beer. If you ever do want to donate beer to us, hit us up. Contact craftbeercast.com. I did log back into the Twitter account on my phone so I can get notifications because they broke fucking tweet deck completely. Oh, no, it's back. Oh, no. I, well, it may be back. I don't know how to get back to the old version. How oh, about fair that? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, because apparently the new version was borked. And I, I thought I read that they rolled back the old one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it's, give me the old version. You know, I'm like, stuck on the new one. Twitter's a dumpster fire. Yes. And, you know, it's what it was the end of end of, uh, end of of server life raid days. You know, like we're just all watching it burn. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but it is on my phone, so you can hit us up on Twitter at CBCast. Um, probably the best way, though. It always has been email. So contact crapyourcast.com if you want to do a trade with us. Uh, pretty simple scale. We give it a one or we give it a zero. It's a buy or it's a no buy. Jeff, first beer up. First beer up uh, from Divine Barrel. Uh, I was really surprised that we have not had this on the show. Uh, this is their Mexican lager. Typically in May, especially here in Charlotte, um, that's when all the Mexican lagers come out. And it's so great at that time of year because it starts getting hot. Yes. I want stuff that's light and easy drinking. And, you know, Divine Barrel has that kind of almost commitment to clear beer. They actually yep. had a festival this last weekend. It was called a moment of divine clarity. And they had a bunch of different breweries in that brought stuff. And it was just all clear beer. I was kind of bummed that I didn't get a chance to get up there, but, um, and I was mentioning this earlier, they put out a new cold IPA and I'm like, Hmm, really you and cold IPAs, man, you Dude, love man. them things. I do. And, and, and I, so I bought, I'm a haze bro. I don't know what Wells is anymore. You're the, you're the cold IPA bro. But, but like, you know, so I bought a, uh, bought a keg, hadn't even tried it and it's great. It's absolutely nice. great. That's awesome. It's hoppy up front and then it finishes out like a rice lager. It's I mean, fantastic. that's that's always a good sign, right? When you can buy something untasted from a brewery, and yes. especially at a keg level, like yep. that's a commitment. It is. And, and at no point was I nervous about it because I, I'm on, I was on my third keg of did it all for the Wookiee. So, you know, like it's different hops. It's probably the same recipe. Right. It's great. Cool. Back to their Mexican lager. Um I always buy this when I see it. I love this beer. It's light. It's easy drinking. It's great in this oppressive Charlotte heat. I'm a big buy. Wells? 
I don't really reach for Mexican lagers very much. Uh, I find they're super, like, way too light. I enjoy a good light beer, but I, I kind of prefer, it, even like, a Keller Pills, something with a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more going on. Uh, however, I've, I've had a mug of this in the June sun, and the, there was something to it. Almost, It almost tasted like it had a touch of lime. There isn't any lime in this. Like, I, I had to go ask. Wow. Um, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I'm not reaching for it, like, outside of a three-month stretch, but... That's fine because they aren't making it then anyway. Uh, I'll be looking for this one next year. That's a buy. Josh. I'm actually kind of with Wells. I, I do like the Crispy Boys, but I like the Crispy Boys. Like I like something with a little bit of bite to it, um, even if it is a good, just you know, clean beer flavored beer. But this is an excellent, excellent job of a Mexican lager. So if I were having tacos for dinner tonight i'd be like you know what let's throw that into the keezer so i can have the rest of my tacos with it damn straight absolute buy next beer up um from ravinia brewing uh up in the chicagoland suburb area of highland park um this is their food truck pilsner ravinia is this uh very artsy kind of collective area um and so and, like a noda kind of sure and and uh my and was coming down from Chicago, and she's like, do you want any beer? And I'm like, I'm looking for this revolution. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to get you this from Ravinia, too. And I'm like, okay. well, okay. You know, I'm not going to say no to that. Um, wasn't real sure what to expect. But uh, after this is, I, I've had a can of this already. Uh, not tonight, but just in general. Uh, I like this beer. It's a good, nice, crisp, light, easy-drinking Pilsner. Nothing to write home about. Nothing that I'm going to get crazy about. But, like... This is one that I would feel comfortable buying, uh, especially if I was there sampling from the food trucks. So it's a buy for me. Wells? Uh, see, this is the kind of, like, crispy boy, the the kind of, that I'd go looking for. Uh, this is delicious. I haven't spent, like, three days just sweating almost constantly. Uh, I could have wrecked, like, a six-pack of this every day. This is really good. It's refreshing. I, I, I like a little bit more of a snap on the finish. This kind of has a slight tail to it. But, oh, shit, this is, t this is tasty, man. Thanks for bringing this. Josh, are you yeah. buying this, too? Yeah, this is fantastic. This is exactly what I'm looking for, especially when it's 1,000 fucking degrees outside. It is hot like it is lately. Uh, yeah, absolutely buy this. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Monday Night Brewing. This is Tears of My Enemy enemies uh we've had several of these over the years but this is a can uh an imperial milk stout aged in bourbon barrels this one has coffee cacao nibs and vanilla plus lactose um this is really good it's it's smooth it's easy drinking that lactose helps out there i don't love lactose necessarily but it works in this beer um the coffee is slight it's a little underpronounced for me but i would buy this beer I look forward to visiting Monday night again and purchasing it while I'm there, unless it's this hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, uh, U.S. Open uh, beer results, this kind of jogged my memory. They won a medal for this in the coffee beer category. Sure. Uh, I don't remember what. If it was gold, silver, exactly. bronze. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter. I mean, but this is this is really good. Uh, I 
I know we had had this on the show, but there was something about being able to, and, and heck, I even think I purchased this in Nashville when I visited like the Monday night facility there. So, cause I know it's been in the keyser for a, a second. Uh, that said, I, I, I can't wait to get back over to the Monday night facility in Charlotte uh, once they get a drop in of this and just mm-hmm. be like, ah, I got four packs of Tears of My Enemies yeah. locally. Wintertime is going to be dangerous when yes. they start bringing in all of their big stuff. Yes. But they aren't afraid to drop because I've, I've been to Atlanta in the summertime, like past tours and things. Uh, they aren't afraid to drop a, a stout in the heat. Sure. So cool because yeah. I'm not afraid to drink them. Do you suspect that we'll see local distro for Monday night here? Yes. Okay. We we will. Interesting. I don't have any information on it, but that's their plan. Okay. Cool. All right. Interesting. Josh, your thoughts on this? Did the coffee fade, or was it never really that present in this beer? Yes and yes. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I get like, no coffee. Yeah, in I, it. I like. I, I looked. I went back again when I knew there was coffee on it, thinking maybe my brain would jog a little bit. Like it's it's just like I said, it's it's very subdued. Okay. It's not that I hate it. Like I know you hate coffee. I'm not a fan of coffee unless it's cold pressed, and that's about the only way I can drink it. Uh, I know it's going to sound weird, but I almost expect coffee if you tell me that there's coffee in it and I'm not getting it. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't like green coffee. Yes. You know, like, so we got that going for us. Yeah. I'd much rather not have Which coffee notes nice. than green notes because, yeah. oh, God, that's. The worst. Well, better than brown notes. Yes, yes, Hey-o. it is. Uh, no, of course, this is absolutely delicious. I'd buy this again. Uh, I look forward to my first visit to Monday night so I can buy some of this with you guys. We'll get you over there, but it's going to be like a, a lift or a light rail situation because I ain't driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, Jeff, final beer up? Final beer up. Uh, thanks, Jason, for donating this. Um, it was potentially going to get opened at the graduation party, and, and there's just too much beer to get through. And so he's like, just make sure you put this on the show. I don't want to go in a waste. And I'm like, okay. Um, this is Jay Wakefield's Pappy Vice, um, part of their like super-duper barrel select program. Um, this is... So that's probably like a $200 bottle that you're holding I, in your I, hand. I, I honestly don't want to know. Um, it's an imperial stout with coconut and coffee. Aged in old Rip Van Winkle barrels. So, here's the thing. It's Jay Wakefield, so the price is already going to be high because they're trying to subdue a little bit of the secondary market yep. by pricing their bottles high to begin with because they still get the money. Because they, they can. Because they can. <laughs> it's part of their barrel club. Like I, I, I totally understand it. Um, we have had beers... Um, that didn't even make the show because they weren't great that were aged in Rip Van Winkle, Old Van Winkle, Pappy Van Winkle barrels. Having like, like there's this mystique around that bourbon. Oh, there is a huge mystique around that for like early bourbon geeks. Like that is like a bucket list item of, I need to try this. Yeah. I I remember 10 years ago too. But the thing is like, if you if you had a blind lineup, you may not even know. I but I but I'm not a bourbon connoisseur in that sort of a way. Um, so let's take the beer for what it is. It is absolutely an imperial stout. Number one, correct. Um, yes, it is sweet, which is what I expect from a Jay Wakefield imperial stout. 
but not as sweet as we've had. Correct. The coke, like I was a little nervous with the coconut, but it it doesn't kill it. Um, the coffee is kind of, sort of, not really there. This is a a decent barrel aged imperial stout. I don't think I could buy it. I because I know like and I know we're not supposed to say like or, or consider like the cost, but I'm pretty sure this would be out of my budget. It is good. It is not outstanding. Well, I'm really thankful that the coconut was here. I have a feeling this would be a hot mess because that that is a very very pronounced barrel. Um, I'm not getting a ton of coffee. This seems like a bourbon barrel, like all caps, bourbon barrel, lowercase imperial stout, comma, with coconut, comma, with coffee. Um, And it's good. It's real good. I don't even reach for pastry stuff. I was expecting so much sweeter than this. And no, uh, this is surprisingly restrained, even though it's, just absolutely loaded the gills with that barrel, but I will buy this. Um, I think it's really well done and surprisingly restrained. And honestly, if Jay Wakefield could make more things that taste like this and not the entire candy aisle at a gas station just dumped into a bottle, right. I'd be better. So it's a buy. Josh. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Question. Is this really restrained, or have things faded? Well, I mean, I think it's restrained for them. The coffee, yeah. that coffee hasn't turned. Okay. It's, and I say restrained as in it doesn't have like fifteen different adjuncts, adjuncts in it. Yes, and, and that's and true. Cranked up, like, and that's when, true. when he popped the cap on this, it like a Snickers wrapper didn't pop out, right? right. So I guess this is where. I might have my blinders on a little bit. Have we had a lot of Jay Wakefield stuff on the show? Okay. A few. So I don't, I've always heard of them. I have not personally had a lot of their beers. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm nonplussed by this at best. It's, it's, it's a well-made beer, yeah. but there is a thousand better local options. It is, like I said, I feel that it is a is a good beer, is a well made beer. Um, you know, to Wells's point, like the restraint, the balance, like it's a well crafted beer. But I also have a bad feeling that this thing is probably three to four times what I'd be willing to pay for that kind of a beer. And maybe because I need again, to try goes, some more Jay Wakefield stuff to get a to get a measure, I guess, of where they're typically at on beer. And again, like I feel like it's that thing, like you know, I was just talking about, like with bourbon. We've been doing the show for nearly 500 episodes. We've had so many different beers over the years. And I just like, I look back at all of them and none of them would be worth what some of these prices command. And so I'm unfairly beaten down Jay Wakefield for their prices. But eh, when are you like when the, when some of the worldwide stouts that we have had have been fucking fantastic? Sure. But I, I guess my, you know, they know they can make their money. They're making their money. I'm not mad at them for making their money. I just don't see a point to spend that kind of money 
when there's a lot of other really good options for a lot less per ounce. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I can think of a certain brewery that, yes, they add vanilla to a beer that is very similar to this, and it's not aged in pappy barrels, but it's still goddamn delicious, and yep. and it's, what, 20 bucks, I think, for a bomber of it? So, yeah, I guess, I, here's the thing. This is one of those hype breweries that I've we've had very little of, and I'm just kind of, I'm whelmed at best. Like it's not a bad beer; it's well made, but I, th- I, think, I, I and, don't. This isn't doing anything for me. And, and maybe the problem for for you is that we we scraped a little bit off the surface of pastry stouts, and we got we got bored with them. Yes, we did because we we they all tasted the same, really. And we spent so much time busting on the breweries that are like, mm, yes, and we're making a beer with Count Chocula. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah like whatever. Exactly. Okay, great. It's got marshmallows, bacon, hazelnuts, marshmallows, pop tarts. You know, Lucky Charms, marshmallows, <laughs> blue stars. You know, like purple rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and yeah, you could be right. Maybe that in my brain, I am just like, "Fuck you, pastry stouts." Cynically, I feel like we had problems with the pastry stout because they were adjuncted out the wazoo. And and that's the thing. This is, and you guys are right. It's not. This is, but for what it is, you are getting that pappy barrel. That's what you're paying for this, beyond anything. Yeah, this absolutely is a high priced bottle, so that you can say you had it. Yep, I can now say in my and, life I have had something aged in a pappy barrel. Yeah, and and, and well, you, it's the second time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so again, Jason, thank you for donating. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't want to shit all over Jason. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not your fault, dude. This yeah. is. I'm sure Jason appreciates that. <laughs> this is just me, I guess, perhaps being just so whelmed by something that I thought because you know Jeff told us about this, and I was like, <gasps> I bet that's awesome. <gasps> and then I had it, and I'm like, mm, whatever. So. But also, I feel like that's where we are with a lot of beer. You know, like, no, like you're just, right. It is like we are our own worst enemies. Oh because God, we, no! I am so jaded now. It's not even. We're funny. jaded. We're cynical. Like, there's very little that can be done that we haven't seen at least once. So you know, yeah. Not, like, I, I, here's how bad it got, and I realized that this weekend. We had gotten done. Like, we had put in a window unit, and sure. we put a bunch of new furniture together. We're done. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm ready for beer now, right? Don't have anything. Mm. And Heather's like, do you want to go to your local beer haunt? And I'm like, you know what? I could give a flying fuck about that place right now. Just take me to goddamn. Let's go to Harris Cedar. I'm just going to get some Snappa and call it a day. Yeah. Because I don't. My brain was already so over everything of like, I've had to read all these instructions and figure out how to pull all this shit together. And I'm like, I don't even want to look at what's there and have to worry about date checking. I just want to grab a 12-er of some Snappa and call it a day. Because you know it's going to be good. Yep. You know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's. And I, I don't have to gamble and worry yep. about it. it 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, so it's time for Buy No Buy. We Not did, Buy we No did Buy, buy. I tapped that. It's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what would you put on your kegerator, either real in, in Jeff's case or pretend in Wells and I's case? So Jeff, where are you going? Uh, um, you know, like uh, I, so. So I've got you know that that cold IPA on right now, and I, and I need like a good crispy boy. That Ravinia, I, I feel like, would be just like a great 
um, counterbalance. I, I love the Mexican lager, but you know, I like it more with food than I like it on its own. Um, and, right. and as weird as it'll sound sometimes in the pool, that style of beer kind of gets lost. It's just, it's just liquid yeah, and that's fine. But like, yeah, sometimes you want just a little bit more, but nothing too heavy. And that Ravinia was great food truck. Wells right there with you. That food truck Pilsner's got it going on for me. Um, where the hell was that this past weekend? In my fridge. That's great. In St. Louis. Now that, where, that, where, where's my heady topper, Wells? I'll or Chicago, you. sorry. No, uh, that's that's a great point. Yeah, where's I, our focal banger? I mean, like, are like, man, we're the Pilsner, but I had heady topper and focal banger. Well, here's my question: Where was the text that said bring one back? I mean, whatever. It, it, Valid I, point. Val. He, I mean, he got look, us. He got on, us. On there. one hand, he's not wrong. On the other hand, like, I. He's an asshole. <laughs> like the number of times that I've been somewhere and like I don't know, um, I'm buying beer in another state, and I'm like, you know what? I've heard good things about this beer. I'm gonna bring an extra can for the boys. I'm gonna grab some. And for the boys. I did. To be fair, if I had bought, to be fair, if be I had fair. bought an extra. It would have gotten the open to my hotel room last night at 3 a.m. Full stop. I know. So, I know. I yeah. Know, I know. Good, we're good giving, thing. We're, I we're giving you shit. Good thing I didn't get your hopes up. They would have been dashed. Summarily crushed. Yeah. Josh, where are you? I'm, the... I'm right there with you guys. This Ooh. food truck pills is, is delicious. Like, is it so hot that, like, you know, if I don't have fans going or the window AC that we just put in, like, I'm sweating bullets. It's like. I just want something crisp, clean. Yeah. yeah. That nails it. 100%. Good thing you've got a, um, a, a window unit so it's not just OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, we're in at the end of the show. Crapbeercast.com. Come check out our old episodes. Slide into Josh's DMs on Twitter, into his phone, no less, at CBCast. Yeah. Wells, where can Ugh. they find you? I feel dirty. Uh, you can find me at OnlyFans. I mean, you can find me at All the Wells. Jesus. Am I going to have to. At at all, 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 the, at all the fans, at all the fans, yeah, at all the wells on the Instagrams and and the thread. I would say, I have you, have you joined you, threads yet? I did, yeah, during okay. the show last week, but I don't know what I'm doing and haven't. Yeah, been. you're not missing anything. It's fine. At least I have my name. Damn it, Josh, where are you? Well, uh, it's, it's, linked, it's linked to your Instagram, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It is, but I still have to sign up for it. But anyway. Uh, besides right here, you can go to our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast, uh, throw news articles up there or things that you're interested in us discussing. Um, as we've mentioned, patreon.com slash craft beer cast, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody we are crossing a line. I never thought we would cross. We are almost at 500 episodes and I never thought we would make it this far. So, 500. Um, I think all of you who have listened since episode one, I'm sorry if you've Both listened that long, because good lord, the audio quality back in those days was horseshit. And yeah, we slowly but surely got better, and a lot of that support was thanks to Patreon. We were able to buy mics and boards and all this other stuff, so I mean, you know, we've never taken advertisement, and at this point, 500 episodes in, we aren't going to. Yeah, why, why would I want to fuck that up now? So uh, yeah, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.